Hello, how are you? Thank you for coming. This is the Just Bloody Post-It podcast, a show for creatives who are marketing their work on the internet. I'm your host, Helen Perry. I'm also doing all the marketing on Instagram, on emails with this podcast. But today we are going to dig into TikTok. Give TikTok some time. Anyone new to TikTok is not competing with big brands, with big followers, like everybody stands a chance of going viral. And although we all know it's not about going viral, you know, it's the slow, steady building, you do have this opportunity. TikTok is probably much much like snappier. It's got to be so fast. And I created a video and it said, hi, I'm Elizabeth. And somebody messaged me saying, cut the breath out at the beginning. And I was like, oh my God, that was like 0.3 seconds. The mobile short form video app is not really new anymore. It's massive because it's been overwhelmingly adopted by kids and young people since its launch in 2016. It's been so, so, so successful at holding users' attention and delighting creators with its insane algorithm that, well, Instagram's almost wholesale copying the model with reels. Maybe you've been considering joining the app already. Maybe you're there and are like, Helen, old news. But I feel that in the past few months, we've been seeing a real flurry of, let's call them non-traditionally TikTok people jumping over there, older businesses, slower businesses, all kinds of people. So I've convened a meeting of those who know to talk about this, about the pros and cons of TikTok and how they are using it. Belinda Knotts, a maker at Pothys Makes. Elizabeth Styles is an online sales coach and fashion retail specialist. And Penny Walker's a TikTok expert and trainer. Belinda's only been on TikTok with real intention and strategy, at least for the past few months. So I started by asking her why. I am a maker and I live in Wales. I started out making crocheted slippers and then a couple of years ago invented the Cozy Majig, which is a sling for your hot water bottle. I started on Facebook and then I migrated to Instagram because it just seemed to be a friendlier place for creators and makers and I liked the um, community that was there. And it's been my home for the last four or five years. Um, and But I've just extended into TikTok in the last uh, two, well, probably in the two last two months. And why? Why did you feel like perhaps Instagram wasn't enough for you at the minute? Yeah, I just, so Instagram got to a point and I've been really consciously trying to um, get better on my Instagram for the last year or so. But come sort of February time, um, the algorithm seemed to tail off. I wasn't getting any new growth or um, that much um, interaction with my content. And that makes a direct impact on my sales. So I decided that um, I was either going to have to go and get a job stacking shelves in the supermarket or I was going to jump into TikTok and give that a go. So I did that. And how's it working yeah. out for you? <laughs> it's gone nuts. It's been really well received. So I think everything that I've learned on Instagram about making reels, they've just been teaching us to make TikToks really well. So I've jumped into TikTok, put them on TikTok and they've just been received beautifully. So um, yeah, it's translated into a lot of sales and global sales too. I think there's a real culture on TikTok for 
purchasing straight off the app. Whereas Instagram, there doesn't seem to be that culture. So I've noticed a, you know, a big spike in my sales being on TikTok. And, um, you know, you and I have worked together for a long time, Belinda, and it has been really lovely to see that kind of renewed interest, both in your product from other people and you in in your content creating and, you know, that being rewarded for your efforts. Elizabeth, you don't sell a physical product, you sell a service, the ability to work with you, but you work with lots of people who do. Why did you decide to give TikTok more of your attention, which I don't know. And also talk us through that timeline. When did you start TikToking more seriously? Yeah, well, I actually started TikTok in lockdown and I started recording lots of videos in my garden. And then my boyfriend filmed me from upstairs filming a TikTok in the garden. And it was sort of like one of those influencers in the wild video where I was like, bouncing around and pointing at nothing in the air and I was like oh my goodness that is so embarrassing and I just stopped making them altogether. and now I'm like why why did I stop making it that was like the perfect time to jump onto it just got so into my own head about it and thought no like I'll, I'll just jump back onto Instagram and now I'm like kicking myself that I didn't do it properly in the height of lockdown but anyway by the by um so then in January of 2022 I I actually started my business as like a fashion brand consultant, helping people launch their clothing and accessories brands. So I've actually worked with Belinda as well, which is so lovely to see all the success after the years of hard work, like you say. And I realized that once I'd helped people launch their fashion brands, they then wanted to know how to sell it. So then I started talking about that because I've also got a sales background and um, And it got, to me, it felt like it was getting confusing. Like, do I help people launch fashion brands or do I help people sell their products online? And it was kind of both at the same time. So I thought, what about if I talk about sales on Instagram and starting a fashion brand on TikTok? And so I launched the fashion brand clinic on TikTok in January and have sort of niched into that over there. And now, um, maybe like six months down the line of sort of consistently showing up on TikTok as best I can whilst running two platforms at the same time. I'm now starting to introduce um, a bit more of the sales stuff on there as well. Um, And TBC, I think, because at the moment I am at the fashion brand clinic on there, but I'm going to do at Elizabeth Styles UK as well, because it is a bit confusing maybe having two different handles. Finding the right niche is a lifetime's work, I think. It's so hard. Penny, you've been telling us all for quite a long time to get onto TikTok. Why are you so up for this particular platform? I didn't sort of move away from Instagram because I was disgruntled. It's because I loved reels and short form videos so much. I thought, hello, that's all you have to do on TikTok. So that completely resonated with me. And I just love the way that you can sort of visually represent what you need to know and the humor that can be added to it or the beauty, the calm, you know, whatever aspect of your business you're trying to convey. I absolutely love it. And I think I saw quite early on that you have this, anyone new to TikTok is not competing with big brands, with big followers, like everybody stands a chance of going viral. And although we all know it's not about going viral, you know, it's the slow, steady building, you do have this opportunity. And for a brand like Belinda's, you know, that just has fruits and fruits because 
you're, you know, finally you're making a whole new audience, a whole new community, leading to growth in your um, Instagram, leading to more sales, leading to more newsletter signups. So it's just a win-win. So actually, it's reinforcing your Instagram audience by sort of leaving it slightly. And like, that seems fun to me. <laughs> Elizabeth, are you able to like put your finger on what the difference is between a bit of TikTok content and something that you might create for Instagram, even Reels? I think there's a difference. How do you approach it? Yeah, I think TikTok is very much about like the founder with their business and people are really interested about your story and Instagram is more of like a place to nurture those relationships with people I think I don't know if TikTok allows it technically to actually talk to each other because of the way you have to be following each other in order to speak in the DMs and even my friends that I have in the DMs, I don't really like chat to them on there in the same way that I do Instagram. I use Instagram much as more of like a a nurturing and relationships type platform, whereas TikTok is probably much, much like snappier. It's got to be so fast. And I created a video and it said, hi, I'm Elizabeth. And somebody messaged me saying, cut the breath out at the beginning. And I was like, oh my God, that was like 0.3 seconds or something. But she was right that it it needs to get straight into it. And every time you record something, you have to cut the fat out of everything. It's got to be so fast. But then saying that, they've now introduced like 10 minute TikToks, I think. So um, they are wanting it to be a little bit more in depth, maybe. So it's not so just such a short form platform. That's the natural direction of travel once you've sort of got to know someone is that you might be able to tolerate longer and longer content from them. Yeah, but then when I talk about sort of like walking my dog or what my cat is called and funny things that they get up to, it doesn't seem to resonate because they people don't know you as much on there. They want like quick tips or quick demonstrations or quick videos about what it is that you do. You've got to be very clever, I think. In in a way it sounds easier to create a short video because it's like, oh, it only it's only ten seconds or something, but you've got to really strategically know what goes into that ten seconds to get a story across and whether it's on TikTok or on Instagram, I always tell people that the video's got to have like a beginning, a middle and an end. Um, and understanding that kind of really helps you tell a story, even if it is in 10 seconds. Are you finding the same thing, Belinda? What's working for you on TikTok? And just for the record, you have had, you've had a proper viral video that's got in excess of a million views on there and uh what what was the what was the recipe of that viral TikTok I think as Elizabeth's saying it's like it is storytelling but um what I'm trying to do I mean I've I've just I've discovered that I really like making video I never thought I would but um yeah I love the visual um putting together pictures and telling a story so yeah, lots of different shots in different angles and then a nice narrative over the top. But And I think those two things together um, keep people engaged because they've got something to watch and something to listen to. So, But it is very much like cutting out all the fat and making sure that um, 
definitely within the first three seconds, there's quite a lot going on to keep people engaged. People are hard. You know, if if it's not doing anything, they're just going to scroll straight past. So you've got to really pull out the guns. I mean, you have to get you have to be prepared for like completely different type of levels of engagement on TikTok, don't you? In fact, actually, Instagram's becoming a bit more like that as well, because it's it's so heavily mimicking what TikTok's doing. But if Penny, correct me if I am wrong, but if you uh, if you have a TikTok that's going well, that people are engaging with, it can take off and you can get tons of views on it. But on the same day or in the same week, you can put out a video that you think is great and it will be pretty much tumbleweed because no one's engaging with it. So the highs are higher and the lows are lower. Is, am I right? Um, yes, it can be. I think the difference between um, the highs is that your well, and the lows actually, is that um, sometimes the algorithm can take quite a long time to push out your videos. So you think you've done a great one, it hasn't been received well, but actually look back in a week and it might have done a lot better than you expected. And I think the difference is that the shelf life on TikTok is a lot longer. So amongst my most trending videos, the ones that are picking up the most views weekly, I have something that I posted last September. So this content, and I'm still getting likes, comments, views all the time about this video in the same way that Belinda will for her million and a half video. I mean, they work hard for a long time, go on holiday for a couple of weeks. That's still going. Like, <laughs> you know, they your new followers, people are seeing these videos all the time. So every time you go onto TikTok, you're going to see a video from the person that you followed. Now that could be ages ago. It could be a really old video. It's just one that the algorithm thinks has good value and that you'll find useful. Whereas on Instagram, you're most likely to see something that's been posted very recently or their last video that some somebody has posted. So I think that although you can feel discouraged by that, it's actually those videos work hard. You don't need to worry. They pick up. Oh man, I mean, this will just be music to very many people's ears who, who, who have found, you know, Instagram has been a challenging, changing environment for so many businesses this past year. Elizabeth, is that part of the reason why you wanted to do TikTok or was it just really strategic around like I need to get across this platform? Some of my audience is definitely there. I think during lockdown, my following like more than doubled in quite a short space of time. And then as we were coming out of it, obviously people were going back to work, things are becoming normal again. And I thought, where can I see like more growth in a short space of time? And TikTok seemed like the obvious option because I've got a mailing list, I've got a podcast, I've got Instagram. And so that was sort of like the, the hole in the, in the, in the puzzle. I don't know, missing piece of the puzzle. So I just thought, well, there's billions of people in the world and I've got, you know, a couple of thousand on Instagram. So maybe I'll find some more people over there because I, I, I even like reading a magazine sometimes. I really enjoy like reading an article that they haven't pushed to me. Like I, you know, I just turn the page and there's something there that I might like and I might not. It's like you live in this really weird bubble of only seeing things that you a computer thinks you will like and so I, I was just trying to sort of break out of it and find different people rather than being in an Instagram bubble and we do like you know I, I work in the like guess the business of audience growth and you know you can like you know you can be like oh no it doesn't matter how many followers you've got or la 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 but actually you know 
whatever you're doing, it doesn't fit. Whatever you're doing, you're going to need new people to discover it because otherwise you'll exhaust your existing audience. If you're a shopkeeper, you're going to need to have footfall outside your front door. It's the same thing. Well, that was the other thing, actually. Uh, I saw a post that said, are you going to sell the same thing to new people or different things to the same people? And making that choice. And I felt like I had reached the limit of selling the same uh, different things to the same people. And it's quite exhausting to do that, to come up with like new courses all the time. And then they all start overlapping with each other. So I thought, right, I'm going to stick with these offerings, but find new people to sell them to. Yeah, Penny are there grown-up businesses are there plenty of grown-up businesses on tiktok or is it just kids doing dance routines talk to us there are plenty yes it's definitely an undersaturated market i mean what happens is when you download the app and you first start looking you're going to see the kids because there's still more of them um and you sort of you do have to put a bit of time into training the algorithm to see the content that you want to see that you're interested in However, I think the influx at the moment of um, serious businesses from Instagram is massive. And I feel like it's potentially perhaps slightly changing the way that we make videos as well. I've seen a lot more sort of um, maybe slightly scared business owners turning up on TikTok and doing some very genuine videos about, you know, what's going on here? What am I doing? Who else is in my boat? And it's and it's created a great community spirit. So I think actually just the age, a different age group going on to TikTok and beginning to take over slightly um, is shifting things. I know that people are seeing really good results and really singing the praises. So I think that, you know, pe- people are having a go. It's growing. And I think that now is the time to be there because by the end of the year, it's going to be chocker. <laughs> Belinda, are you, are you finding your people there for sure as well? It's opened up a whole new, I don't know, city of people that I haven't, you know, it's not in that echo chamber of Instagram anymore. I'm not just selling to the people who who are loyal and have been there, you know. So yeah, and I'm seeing them come across now onto my Instagram. So from TikTok into Instagram. So it's, um, so it's opening, I think the algorithm's like having a bit of a, trying to readjust who it's sending my content out to now, which is creating a whole new um, influx of people on my Instagram. So it's a win-win, I think. I haven't seen this much growth on my Instagram for a long time. So by leaving the platform, it's, you know, it's, it's growing. That's weird. If you could hear somebody downloading an app, I feel like I can hear my audience like, quick, oh my God, this is too good. Let's talk about one of the sort of potential downsides of TikTok that I hear about. And that is this idea that in order to get established there in the first month or two, you have to share about four TikToks a day. Penny, is this a myth or a reality? The reason that um, people say that, and I recommend it sometimes as well, is that if you want to grow, that's how you grow. You do not have to do that. Like nobody has to do that. You can totally go in with your own experimental rhythm, try things out. But if you want a surge, and often um, people might want to surge when they're going towards 1,000 followers so they can then go live, you might go, right, for the next two weeks, for the next month, I'm going to post three times a day just to get past that goalpost. People who start on TikTok and post four times a day are going to grow very fast. It's just inevitable, but it's also unsustainable for most people. So 
don't need to worry about that. But it's just a growth strategy that you can use if you want to reach a milestone. Elizabeth, have you done that much posting? I know you've done a fair bit. Have you tried that level? And how was it if you have? Yeah, I did. I I committed ultimate TikTok sin and just started uploading reels onto TikTok just to get my own momentum going and see what works. And like Penny says, the it's just maths. Like the more you post, the more likely you are to get something to hit. But then obviously Belinda hit pretty early and went viral. And I know another girl um, at the stationer, she posted about how she sells this pen that was featured in a, a movie or a TV program. And that went viral and it sold out straight away. And that was on like her sixth video or something. So it really does feel a little bit like a lottery. And I, it's funny because people think, what on earth would I talk about for four times a day? But during lockdown as well, my mum had a bit of a go at me because I didn't phone her that much. And she, I said, mum, there's nothing to talk about. There's nothing happening. And she said, that's not true. The more you talk, the more you have to talk about. And I thought, ah, that's quite a good little phrase. I'm going to steal that for my work. And also, sorry for not phoning you. <laughs> and um, she, she was like, think about the person you sit next to at work. You're chatting all day long. And then you think about your friend who moved to Australia when you were 20 and you have nothing to say to them, even though they're like technically your best friend. And it's because the more you talk, the more you have to talk about. And so with content is the same that actually the more you post, the more you end up thinking of more things to say. So don't think, oh, if I post four times a day, I'm going to run out of things to talk about. If anything, in a weird sort of way, you end up having more to talk about that's t- I find that totally true for anything I'm doing like the more I do ideas beget ideas beget ideas you know it's just it, it, when you're when you if you if you are like in that whatever platform you're talking about if you're in that I have got nothing to say zone just sit down and start writing ideas and it will just start to flow back out of you if you give it a chance yeah or go on um, Pinterest as well because there's like content planners and things on there just put free TikTok content ideas or something there's so many ideas that come up from there and that might spark something else Hey, this is an attention break. Are you awake? We're coming towards the end of season four of the Just Bloody Post It podcast. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Here are a couple of ways you can support it and help new people find us. First, leave a review, a nice one, please, on Apple Podcasts. I'll stick a link in the show notes. Second, subscribe so you don't miss an episode wherever you listen. And share your favourite episodes with your friends on social that's it. Back to the chat. Belinda's going to tell us what kind of TikToks are working for her. I've done a few introduction ones, just uh, where I work, who I am, where you'll find me, where I like to work. Um, then I've introduced my products, like the different styles, the different colours, um, and a bit about the story behind them, where they were invented, why they were invented. So just like every day, kind of just talking about your products. I mean, and it was really nice going on to TikTok because I could just, I just was like, well, I'm just going to go for it. I'm just going to talk about my thing. Like Elizabeth, you know, talks about just to speak about your thing every day. And actually it's not that difficult, but I put quite a lot of pressure on myself on Instagram because there's so much like you have so many things you have to like do 
to make a reel, to get the trending sound, to get the cover. And, you know, it's quite time consuming, but um, TikTok is much, much faster to be able to do those things. So, yeah, those things are just like 15, 20 seconds long. Create a story, talk about your thing and a little bit about who you are. Seems to be quite a good combination. Two things from that. Yeah, I really like... Well, no, first thing, confession, I'm not exactly on TikTok. I've kind of, I opened an account and then I couldn't link it to my Instagram. And I sent Penny a text going, oh my God, I'm like one of my students going, I can't, well, how do you upload stories to Instagram? And I'm really unsympathetic. I'm like, you're just going to have to go away and work that out for yourself. And now I can't, now I can't work TikTok. Um, so I, but I really am quite keen to get on there because of that feeling of being able to slightly reinvent myself and have that new term at school feeling. Um, Penny, how would you suggest a TikTok newbie kind of attacked the thing? What would you do? First of all, I'd try out a whole variety of different styles of videos. So I'd I'd go and look in the niche and just see what other people are doing that works well. All right, hold up, hold up, hold up. When you say look in the niche, what do you mean? I mean, go, do your research. So go and use your keywords in the search bar and see what top videos are being pulled up, see what hashtags people are using and just keep going. And it is a rabbit hole, but keep going round and round in all those circles to find the people who are similar to you or, uh, or or professionally sharing something similar to you that you can learn from because there's a lot of very established people there. How are they making their videos? What kind of videos are they making? Are they doing trends? Are they using humor? Are they doing multi-clips? How long are the videos? And then I'd also go and look in the comments of those videos because we know the comments are a great big party on TikTok and see what people are asking, writing about and just start basing content on that. But I'd try green screens. I'd try short videos, long videos. I'd try honest sort of expressive videos. I'd try the neat um, facts, you know, the really tightly edited facts, um, all sorts of things just to see which sticks. And then I just keep doing the review and refine process until you find that combination that works for you. Elizabeth, were you aware that you needed to, and I wasn't quite aware of this until I'd spoken more to you guys about it, that in order to make a go of your TikTok, it is better to be very specific about what you're there to talk about. Whereas on your Instagram, you might, especially on some of like stories, it might all get a bit more general. It might be like, here's my lunch. And that doesn't fly on TikTok. Did you know that when you started or have you just sort of gained that understanding as you've gone on? Um, I think I probably had a bit of stroke of luck thinking that I'm just going to separate the two platforms out and talking about how to start a fashion brand is probably naturally quite niche. Um, one thing that I did when I first started on the platform, I know Penny was talking earlier about like how to train the algorithm. If you're a bit like, I don't know what that means. And, uh, I went on it and just pressed like if I liked it and held the video down if I didn't like it because there's a button that says not interested and I would say you really only need to spend like maximum 10 minutes doing that and you end up with a feed that is perfect for you it's so insanely clever it's much much cleverer than Instagram knowing what it is that you want to see and so if you are like 
brand new to it, or even if you've been on it for a while and you're like, what's everyone talking about? This is just a bunch of kids dancing. Just making sure that you don't like a picture of kids dancing if you don't want to see that. And you actively like somebody selling cozy majigs if you do want to see that um, and like small business stuff. But Penny, I know that people are really scared of niches, like people are so scared of alienating any potential customer. But you can't, you can't be on TikTok, can you? I see people doing really well going in with a niche because you become straight away the person who does that thing, right? Who provides that information. So when you've got a lot of followers or you've got viral videos, people know exactly what you're there for. And they'll follow you for that reason. It starts getting murky and muddy when you start filling in your dog walk. So those kind of things don't work, I don't think at all. Although there are stories which you could experiment with and no one really knows for sure yet how useful the stories are or how to use them properly. We're all kind of experimenting because they're quite new. Yeah, I think having a niche until you get to your first 1K, perhaps 10K, and then just stepping out left and right. I mean, I think if you're selling lots of different things, or you've got lots of different services, maybe go in with one of them. um, Because it's going to be hard to talk about many things and until people know you and like you and want to buy from you. And there, and like with any niche, you can niche down and then blow up and people will accept hearing different things from you because they are that much more familiar. Belinda, how are you like, you're a maker, you're sitting, you know, if people could see you, you're sitting in your studio now. So you have lots of things to do and create. How are you working TikTok in to your schedule on top of everything else? How much time is it taking and how are you kind of making it work for you? So I think since I've been working with you, especially, I've become much more um, video mindset. So I video and with Elizabeth, like, you know, one of the first things I think Elizabeth said was that 40% of your time overall needs to be about marketing, which when you actually then look at, okay, I spend this many hours a week, that many hours is like video or marketing. And that's the only way I market my business is through um, social media so I just make sure that I'm videoing most things most days I'm making stuff whether I'm parceling up stuff whether I'm outside whatever I'm doing I've literally got a tripod under my arm and you can see it there Uh, (laughs) it comes with me Um, and then it's just a matter then of editing just a matter a matter of editing down and um, posting so it's that I think I'm probably spending maybe an hour and a half a day doing video like you know messing about with bits of video and are you post and do you post do you post sort of every weekday or something to your tiktok i have been trying to but there are gaps you know obviously it's you've got to keep sustainable and there are you know real life happens with humans like, <laughs> it really just, does some days they're like really good stuff and other days it's quicker but it's like feeding the algorithm so yeah i try and post maybe like three or four times a week, maybe a bit more on TikTok because it's quicker. But yeah, one of those I want to be like a really nice um, video that I've thought about and curated nicely and then a few others that are quicker. Elizabeth, do you stand by that 40% rule still? I don't know. I don't know when I changed my mind about my rules. I think that really is the difference between having a hobby and having a business that if you don't I did a poll on my Instagram the other day that said why aren't you showing up online and one of the biggest things was I don't have time so I'm going to do this thing about um, like seven reasons to make more time or seven ways to make more time and it's like spend less time making spend less time 
dicking around, spend less time uh, scrolling on pop. Spend less time, spend less time, spend less time, spend less time. Because there's, if you don't have time to market your business, you're spending too much time doing something that's not productive. Penny, lots of people say to me, and especially the sort of the guys who I work with now who are like trying TikTok out for the first time in the past, you know, few months, that actually they think it's an easier place to create content for that to some people could be like wait a minute what I don't even understand what a TikTok is I look at it and I think how does any how's somebody done this that and the other why is it why are people saying it's easier do you think I, I think because you can do quicker content you don't have to do such curated content you don't have to be dressed up you don't have to spend hours editing there's lots and lots of techniques for making videos that can actually be very quick there's many many aspects of TikTok that are actually joining in so stitches duets um copying trends you know there's so many ideas on there that make your life easier and things to try I think it's just having a go at all of them so that you have a rapid way to make videos you have a video mindset you can see where the opportunities are and you can make them quickly without thinking right I'm going to wait till Friday because that's the day that I've got my lipstick on or whatever um it's quick. I, I I just make a video on the fly. If I see something I want to talk about, or I've had a conversation, I just make it straight away. If I see a trend, I'm like, I know how to do it because I know what all the buttons do. I know how to put that together. It's quick. Done. Oh, it's the familiarizing yourself with all the buttons thing that can be hard, I think, especially for an older brain like mine. But it, it's like with anything, it's okay. You've just got to go in and do it, haven't you? You've just got to go in and make a few TikToks and you just learn how all the bits work. Just, yeah, I think if you if you feel really overwhelmed with it, that's like a really easy first step is just to go and sit and watch it. Elizabeth, what's like the balance for you now? Like, where is your head at around Instagram and TikTok and how important both of those things are to your business going forwards? How do you feel about both of them? Yeah, it's a good question because I get a lot more business through Instagram still after being on TikTok for like six months. Um, but I'm, I know Belinda is the opposite. So I personally, my priority is still Instagram. It's still to go live, to talk to people on there. I'm very much, I think also my business is about nurturing your audience in order for them to buy. And so that's why I was saying that I think Instagram technically allows you to do that in a better way. I'm not about, I don't have like a demonstra demonstrable product. Um, I could create like really hook vid, you know, those hooks that are like three reasons why you're not doing this or something, but I don't because it doesn't feel the right thing for me. I think maybe if one of my videos really took off on TikTok and I got a huge influx of people, then I would think differently. But Instagram is still my priority, I think. Belinda, you you're a bit more you, you you're a bit more kind of new to TikTok, but I know it's given you a bit of a lease of life. How can you sum up how you feel about the two different platforms in your life currently? Yeah, it's uh, very interesting because they're both now. Uh, I don't know what's happened, whether the algorithms are in competition with each other, but they're both kicking off at the moment. So um, it's I'm going to carry on trying to make content that is applicable for both and then infill 
various little shorter ones which are appropriate for the individual platforms and just see how it goes. That's a good little follow-up question, actually. Do you post reels to TikTok and TikTok to reels? Do you just make one thing for both? What do you do? How's that working? At the moment, I'm making everything in another app and then uploading to both platforms. And then if there are specific trends in either platform, just filling in on those, but trying not to... I'm just finding it really difficult for the smaller trends to be applicable to both platforms. Penny, what's a trend for anybody who wouldn't know? It can be an audio, it can be a lip sync, it can be um, a dance... It can be so many things it can be. So it can be something that everybody does and copies, or it can just be um, something that you interpret in your niche. So there's a lot, for example, on TikTok, a lot of the trends could be effects, like special effects. I don't know if you've seen that one. It looks like people are going behind a bush. What's fun about it is this sort of essence of joining in where people will pair that with their business and just do a text overlay, you know, that will sort of make that fun. So that's one kind of trend. Other trends can be often there. Um, the ones that do best for businesses are probably lip syncs where you just change, you, you, you overlay the lip sync with um, text that relates to your business. Elizabeth, you do quite a lot of those kind of lip synky type videos and and make them about the the things that your audience are struggling with, don't you? Yeah, there was one with like disco lights saying things that people have said about my business. And I was like, nobody's really said anything that nasty, touch wood. Um, So then I changed it to be like things people have said about my course. And then I used that trend to share testimonials about like things people have said about the course instead. It didn't go viral, but, you know, it was fun to make and actually was just a different way to show testimonials other than just typing them out in a picture because even I create a lot of memes. Like I did something the other day that was like, why do you follow me? And memes was probably the, the most the highest answer so I thought oh I need to do them and even those that are like flat images I just now upload as reels but with music as well um so the the reach is better the engagement's better just everything is better when it's video basically I mean if you want to understand reels on Instagram there is you could do a lot worse than get onto TikTok and understand TikTok because that is where so much of where the language is coming from so if you're only doing it for your Instagram do it for that Penny, you know, so much of the trending stuff that you see on Instagram will have come directly from TikTok. That is still the sort of the flow of a trend. That's where the TikTok trends go to die. They go to die on Instagram. Yeah, you might as well at the very least be on TikTok to look at the trends so you can get there a little bit earlier on Instagram. But I do feel like Instagram's forming its own personality a little bit and probably loosening up a bit and not depending so much on um, TikTok. But yeah, you, you, you want to keep an eye out on TikTok, even if you're not actively on it. And Penny, I'm going to just end by asking you that question. As a TikTok specialist who uses Instagram how do the two platforms work together for you and what's your feeling about it going forward where TikTok backed up my Instagram for a while I feel like it's beginning to reverse and actually TikTok is taking over and Instagram is just more of a shop window for me um which I I mean I absolutely love it greatly enjoy it but it doesn't quite do the same for me anymore I think um use it a lot for the messaging and the DMs, which is a lot more evolved than the the TikTok DMs. 
Um, so I think that's, for me, that's what it's mostly about is being able to speak to people behind the scenes effectively. You can do both. I am going to share in the show notes links to everybody's TikTok, everybody's Instagram. I'm going to find the Bush uh, TikTok thing. I'm going to link to that. Uh, you can go and dig in and start to try and understand whether TikTok might be the right thing for your business. But do you know what? Why not? Definitely don't decide not to because you don't think your people are there. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Maybe we'll do this again another day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So are you tempted by TikTok? A new challenge, a new algorithm, new people. It's a lot. I know, to think about taking on because as with all these things, it's only really going to work as it has done so well for Belinda so far if you give it some welly, some time and thought and effort. All the details of how to connect up with everyone on the show are in the show notes. Let's all be friends. Thank you always for listening and I'll be back soon. Goodbye.